What is up, everybody? This is the Alliance Guys podcast, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com, your number one source for news and information. And, and we're starting to jump into the Texas wrestling scene. Maybe that'll be our next frontier. Uh, with me, of course, is Mr. DKM, and we also have David Fuller here in the house. What is up, gentlemen? How are you today? Howdy. Now, we are here. Oh, DK, you didn't say anything. Are you sure we're not there? Well, if we're not here and we're not there, man. This week went fast. How did it already become Thursday? No, it's it's uh, it's our uh, a special episode, of course, of the Alliance Guys podcast. We want to thank you guys for tuning in on a Sunday. Uh, we know that you have a lot of options in viewing of uh, entertainment and wrestling and all that fun stuff. So we're glad you're here with us. Now we're going to be talking about, of course, the iconic Heroes of Wrestling Excellence uh, and their card that they're having this weekend. Yeah, I got it right. I've been practicing all week. Uh, <laughs> We're going to talk about the card that happens this Thursday, both the Insane Hardcore Wrestling and, like I said, the IHWE event, uh, both taking place this Thursday, March 31st. 5 p.m. is the Hardcore Show. 7 p.m. is the more traditional style of pro wrestling. Um, everyone's welcome to both shows. Uh, David, WrestleMania weekend, man, are you are you pumped up? I mean, this is your baby. How excited I'm not- are you? I'm not pumped up. I'm 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 in my ready to be over with stage. <laughs> so I'm already sick of it. I'm I'm sitting here asking myself, you know, why did I agree to do this? So, but no, everything's cool. There's a lot of buzz in the air. It's really exciting. 
Me, I'm a, you wouldn't know it by looking at me, but I'm a perfectionist. So I want everything to go as planned and I have visions and, and, you know, just all these ideas in my head. And then I start asking my team, Hey, can we do this? Um, and my team's like, uh, yeah. And then I have to start bringing it down. Like my vision starts all the way up here and then I have to start settling, settling, settling. So, but everybody's been great. I got a great team, Devin included. I've uh, got a great team, and I'm really excited for these. Uh, you know, some of these guys like Devin, they were in the audience at Prairie Champions, and now they're going to be backstage. They're going to be a part of it, and so that's really cool for uh, long-term fans to have a uh, to have you know to be in it to take your hands and apply it to the clay and make something is really exciting, and they deserve the opportunity. Uh, because I don't, th- I think if you have passion, I'm the walking, glaring example of what passion can do as long as you're willing to accept whatever comes and you're willing to work for it. I'm a walking example because a guy like me should have never been involved in the wrestling business. But here I am. So I'm pumped. You won't, I'm a little at ease at the moment just because there's, there's a, aside from promoting on social media and going out and handing out more flyers, there's not a whole lot to be done right now other than just prep, 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 prep. And that's what I'm doing. Uh, but yeah, I'm ready. Uh, you know, I don't really enjoy it while I'm there. Uh, everybody asks me, when do you enjoy it? I enjoy it after it's over and there's nothing to worry about anymore. And I can go back and see what people are saying. And that's what, when I'm home in bed and I can just sit there and reflect then I can enjoy it because then there's nothing to stress about. I can't take five minutes and enjoy it while it's happening because that five minutes can be used to make sure something else needs to be done. So I do not enjoy it. Devin's going to realize firsthand what a nightmare I am to work with on March 31st. So, you know, hopefully he'll still be with me after March 31st, but you know, Oh, I'll just, take a few drinks even though i don't drink there you go yeah 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 i'm gonna turn i'm gonna turn i'm gonna drive devin to alcoholism so you know what i mean what are we gonna put out there we're gonna put out some jack daniels we're gonna put out some vodka originally we'll have a full bar so you know whatever you need to do (laughs) well let's let's look at this show i mean there's two big shows happening for you guys now we know that uh on on uh this next weekend uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area becomes the uh, you know the holy grail of professional wrestling as WrestleMania weekend comes in. We the know Mecca they're going to be <laughs> right the epicenter. We know that there's going to be uh, uh, Ring of Honor is going to have a show, their first show back with uh, Tony Khan under uh, ownership. Uh, Impact is going to be out there. Of course, you know WWE is going to be putting out a lot of programming. It seems like everybody wants a piece of that pie out there in the Fort Worth Dallas area. Uh, but you guys kick it off. You kick it off Thursday night at the uh, help me pronounce it because I don't want Ridgely to Ridgely Theater. Ridgely, okay. You got it. I, I've been saying it every wrong way uh, leading it's up to right. this event. So the Ridgely Theater. Now, uh, what's your history with the Ridgely Theater? I, I know you guys have been there before. We ran the Parade of Champions on the exact same day, so, Devin, six, seven years ago. Six years ago. Six years ago. There you go. Six years ago, 2016, on the exact same day in the exact same venue. So, you know, maybe that date and that venue at the same time, on the same date, at the same venue, with the same stars aligned in the sky, maybe we strike gold again. 
Um, the venue's great. It's historic. I believe Devin, as I alluded to on the previous show, went to movies there as a kid. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of history there. And it's beautiful. Uh, it's a safe venue. People know it. It's got a marquee. We actually got posters up, these monstrous-sized posters are sitting in front of the Riesley right now, which there's is really parking. cool. And free, yeah, parking. Plenty of parking in the back. Free parking. So that we might be the only show around that has free parking. So rock on. Um, so, I mean, it, it's off Camp Bowie. It's uh, about 10 or 15 minutes, uh, but uh, located from downtown Fort Worth. Um, uh, two major highways, 820 and 30, are connected to Camp Bowie. Camp Bowie is just one long, continuous street. Um, but the Riggs has been very good to us. Um, so I, I love the Riggsley. There's an ambiance and an atmosphere that you just can't get at a whole lot of places. Uh, it's 70 years old. And there's just something about older venues. And this has been restored. So it's not falling apart by any means. And there's a smell. No, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. Compared to what it used to be. I went to a show there in 2005. And it was, um, it, it, you could see its age. And just, you know, there's a lot of upkeep. They, the people that went through and got it a few years ago, actually put a million dollars plus into a restoration. So that's a, that's a lot of money. You know, us being associated with anything that has million in it just is mind boggling. So, but anyway, it's a great venue. I think people will enjoy it. Uh, everybody has ever been to the Ridgely Theater for one of our shows has always walked out saying, oh my God, the venue. They love the venue and the venue can make or break. Uh, an event. Uh, so, I mean, used to, like I said, I put on shows, backyards, gyms, wherever, closets. I, I don't care. Uh, that was my attitude then. But now there's something about walking into a theater and looking around and going, wow, this is really cool. You feel comfortable. You're going to stay longer. You're going to come back. You're going to spend more money. It's going to be a real simple decision as opposed to going to another venue and you're like, I don't know about this. Whoa, I don't know what that is, but uh, hopefully it doesn't bite me or, you know, whoa, I'm, I'm not coming back here. So, I mean, you know, we got to look at that. And I've got a really good relationship with the Ridgely. We've run events. The Ridgely knows we clean up. We're professional. So, I mean, they know all these things. So, they're real. it's real easy to have a relationship and an ongoing event status with the Ridgely because they know what they're getting with us. This will be our fourth event at the Ridgely Theater. We've never had any issues there. We very much like it. It's a fantastic venue. It's a Fort Worth landmark. There's a big marquee. People drive by it every day. There's thousands of cars that drive by there every day. So mm -hmm. it, it's a great venue, and I absolutely love it. And as a part of your um, part of your galvanization of the two days, uh, or excuse me, the two shows, one day event, um, I noticed that you're uh, advertising a lot of uh, celebrities uh, who are going to be uh, guests at the show. What goes into bringing in, um, you know, talent that is in a non-wrestling capacity and, and, and how does that make the show uh, improve the show for you and your fans? I don't know if it improves the show per se, um, but it's about brand the brand awareness, uh, you know, getting Lee Nalen, who is so integrated in the community, uh, TCU and NBA alumni, that guy's the head coach of the Fort Worth Funk, the uh, TCU alumni basketball team. He's going to be there talking about what they're doing with the Fort Worth Funk. 
Everybody in Fort Worth who has grown up here and watched TCU basketball knows who Lee Nalen is. So when you got a guy like me, Lee Nalen, who comes in, the the fans of Fort Worth go, oh, I know who Lee Nalen is. I'll go to that event because he's there. You've got Katie Lynn from America's Got Talent. She was a semifinalist a few years ago. Simon Cowell just went absolutely bonkers over her voice. Just this amazing, beautiful vocalist. She's from Dallas, Fort Worth. Grew up here, still lives here to this day. Again, people may remember her from America's Got Talent, and maybe they haven't been keeping track on what she's doing. Maybe they see it and go, oh, my goodness, Katie Lynn is there. We'll go to that. Um, you know, we've got uh, Ty Walker and Eli Jordan from 1310 The Ticket. <laughs> 96.7 and uh, 1310 FMAM radio here. Everybody in Dallas Fort Worth has been listening to the ticket for all your sports opinions and needs for years. Again, integrated into the community with these local institutions. Eli and Ty have people been listening to them for years. Once again, people may see that and go, Oh my goodness, we'll go to that because those guys are there. You've uh, let me see. You've got Mark Lawrence. Everybody in Dallas, Fort Worth knows Mark Lawrence. But what few people don't know about Mark Lawrence is for the long time before World Class or after World Class, I don't remember which one it was. It was before or after or both. He was the voice of TCU Sports. I remember going to a basketball game years ago. It was TCU against the University of Texas. And Mark Lawrence was the PA announcer. So, and he's also been affiliated with the Texas Sports Broadcast Network. So Mark Lawrence is a voice ingrated into the community, not just from a wrestling standpoint. But if you want to go there, Everybody who was a fan of World Clash Championship Wrestling knows who Mark Lawrence is. He moved to Fort Worth when he was one year old. And again, I think I said this on a podcast. I don't remember which one. Mark was an usher at the Ridgely Theater when he was a teenager. So wow. there, yeah. So there's, you know, he knows the Ridgely as well. So uh, you've got Rob Hall, who is a world record powerlifter. He holds a world record in powerlifting. Now, what few don't know is, or what few, the few who do know, maybe they don't, maybe they do, his dad, a former NWA Texas Tag Team Champion, Bobby Tubat. And this guy had a cup of coffee in the business early on. He did the training. He did a couple of shows locally. Decided, you know what, not right now. Let me go... Let me go do this powerlifting thing and make a name for myself. And he has. He's got 45,000 Instagram followers. He has a huge following on social media. He even has his own annual powerlifting meet. So there's a guy who's going to come and be a guest. And we're talking. We want Rob Hall to be a part of the IHWE going forward. But for this show, he's a guest. Again, you're looking at the powerlifting and the bodybuilding world. Okay, let's hey, Rob Hall's going to be there. Brick Savage, as he wants to be known as. Okay, I'll go see that. So, again, you bring in these, um, these celebrities from a regional standpoint or from a state standpoint, and, you know, you, you see them, and they've all got social media followings, and they've got, all got their own followings. When they come and they're part of our brand, and our brand is shared to those people, it's more awareness. So it just brings more people to what we're doing. I can't get people to find out what we're doing and how good we are until they find out about it. So it's awareness, it's education. This is an easy way to do it without just funneling tons of money into different advertising concepts that may or may not work. Some are hit, some are missed. Here's a way to bring somebody in, 
you get some pictures, you get some media, they have a good time. You have an ongoing relationship with these people. I mean, Vince McMahon did it when he started WrestleMania, Muhammad Ali, Mr. T granted these individuals aren't those individuals, but you start out with your, you're running a regional show. You start out with the regional celebrities and that's what we're doing. And hopefully it can progress and evolve into something bigger later. But I like them coming. I think it'll bring uh, members, uh, fans, who may not necessarily know or care what we're doing. But if they sit and watch it and they like it, they'll come back, whether the celebrities are there or not. And it's also good for uh, – Eric Bischoff talked about this a while back, and it made sense. When people are dogging on him for doing Road Wild and doing the thing with Jay Leno, Eric Bischoff did that. To get advertisers that's part of the reason we're doing this let's put these folks in a booklet pictures of them videos of them and take that to sponsors and brands and footwork and say hey look who was at our show and that might get us in the door yeah i mean that's uh that's a brilliant strategy uh you know i i particularly like the fact that uh you have uh the power lifter uh brick savage there because uh the uh, potential for something to happen. I mean, especially at wrestling, you know, that's always a powder keg. Something could happen. And if you're a fan of bodybuilding, uh, why not go check out this guy that you've seen or you follow, or you you're, uh, inspired by who knows, maybe he might get his hands a little dirty on, uh, on Thursday night. Exactly. I think think that's very exciting. And then, uh, I I know you, you must've slipped, but you also have the New York times bestselling author, Keith, Elliot Greenberg. Oh, I was saving be... Keith. For, I was saving Keith for last. Absolutely, but, uh, that's all right. Yeah, Keith. Uh, there's. I can't even begin to talk about how great Keith is and how much he's contributed to the business. So Keith, um, he wrote the uh, Too Sweet Rise of the Independent Wrestling Revolution, and he's a New York Times bestselling author, legitimate. He spent twenty plus years working in WWE. He co-authored books on Freddie Blassie, I believe Superstar Pilgrim, and The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. I mean, he's written for the uh, – he's done Playboy. He's done He's <laughs> done so many. The Village Voice. Yeah, boy, there's two publications. You put them together. That's interesting. So, I mean, but he's done it all, and he'll, he'll be down here. And he did so much for us with the Independent Wrestling Revolution book. I'm so glad he's coming. Um, I've never met him and I'm really looking forward to it there. Again, there's another guy, New York times, bestselling author, and he's coming down to hang out at our show. That is going to go real far when we're reaching out to advertisers and talking about, Hey, who here is who is involved with our brand. And our friend, uh, our friend Fiona from Scotland says that Keith is a legend. Absolutely. I love him. Absolutely. Um, so I mean, in, in the show, I mean, it's a pretty stacked card. You have two cards, which uh, let's let's address the the hardcore combat, the, the extreme combat first. And I know um, what I mean. I see there's a lot of matches there. Of course, uh, you've got some women in action. Uh, you've got a title that looks like you're going to be crowning. Uh, which matchup uh, are you guys going to kick the night off with? What's going to start this revolution? Good question. I think I think if we're gonna if we're gonna put to it. If we're going to put a really thoughtful on it right now, I think they would be really smart going with uh, Jaden Newman and Benny Pacifico. Those are two guys that have wrestled each other all over the country. Um, they're two of the most known independent stars in the country, and but they've never wrestled each other here. They have both wrestled in Texas, 
but they have never wrestled each other here. They've wrestled each other all over the country, but never here. So I think that would be a really good match to start out with. And again, you know, you look at IHW and you go automatically to hardcore and deathmatch because number one, look at the acronym, look at the name and look at the history. That's not necessarily what it's going to be about in 2022. It's just going to be a different, an alternative brand IHWE with different characters, different matches, different personalities, different opportunities that the fans, you know, there's some fans out there that may not care for IHWE because it is so, it's PG. It's just PG. It's straight up wrestling. It's traditional. It's for the family of four to five to six to come out and enjoy. We're not really trying to appeal to anybody else, but that mother, that father, and those kids. IHW is an opportunity for us to possibly appeal to somebody aside from the family. But at the end of the day, we're not really interested in going all out with hardcore and death matches. However, there will be the opportunity there to sway a little bit and get creative. We've got a match I'm really interested in is Sam Beal and Simon Miller. Now, Simon Miller has never wrestled in North America. This will be the first time. He is a huge name in the United Kingdom. He's a part of what culture? He is a very big deal. Uh, Hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter and YouTube. Sam Beal has wrestled a lot for Impact Wrestling. He has wrestled in Texas, but never in Dallas-Fort Worth. And uh, again, it's a tell as old a time. You got the guy with the great hair and the guy with no hair. So, uh, (laughs) you know, this is what they're going to be talking about in uh, Dollar Shave Club. Hopefully we can get an endorsement from Dollar Shave Club after this. We've got Morgan Mercy and Nova Phoenix. Now, I like this match because these two athletes, these two women's wrestlers, they aren't what you, they're not just the norm. They are uh, big, and I mean that in a power standpoint. They they are just, wow. Um, they, you know, they would probably kick everybody's butt in a bar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. they would. They are just, they are just two women that aren't going to take anything from anybody. So I can appreciate that. Nova Phoenix is a second generation superstar of Southern Wrestling Hall of Famer Ray Evans. Morgan Mercy is going to be uh, somebody that we're paying attention to a lot in Texas. She just got started not too long ago. I see a question there about streaming the show. Okay, so I'll address this real quick. We are not streaming the show live from a full show capacity. We are going to be having videos throughout the day on our social media, which we'll be happy. I'm sure Alliance blog podcast will be sharing those links throughout the day and the week. So uh, we will have live video throughout the day, particular matches. However, everything is being taped for future streaming on our weekly episodic programs. We're going to have IHWE TV and IOL Insanity Online. So those are going to be the two shows. They're going to be weekly episodic. They're going to go on probably in May. So you just have to hold out for a little bit. But, I mean, it'll be great because you'll get a new match every week with some videos and some promos. It'll be a whole package together. And there's just so much competition out there this week, especially on Thursday. So, I mean, we would really get – lost in it all if we decided to go live however we will have live video throughout the day our social media ambassador mulan 
She'll be running our accounts. We'll be live on TikTok. My wife does that. So there'll be ways to watch us live. And in addition, you'll have fans there. And I'm sure they'll be going live as well, which I'm not going to make a big deal about. So, you know, just just watch our social media accounts and we'll have stuff live going on throughout the day. Uh, we're not looking to do a pay-per-view. However, all of our content that we tape will be available in weeks to come on our YouTube. And you won't have to pay for it. So score. Right. Back to the card. We have a IHW championship match to crown the first IHW champion in about a decade. It is a Texas slugfest. And basically, it's just going to be six guys in the ring beating the hell out of each other. You've got Aaron Mercer, who is... No relation. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. No relation. That's right. He's going to be bringing the Mercer effect. I don't even know what that is. Devin, I know you're no relation, but maybe you know what the Mercer effect is. I don't know. So uh, Too much for people to handle. There you go. I like it. That's what I would have said. You've got uh, Rugged Wilder. You've got Mr. MPX, Stephen Kirby. You've got Corey O'Neill, Grasswood DFW All-Pro Wrestling Academy. And you've got Mad, the Mad Prince, who is off on a normal day. And then you've got the most agile, super heavyweight on the planet, Sam Stackhouse. And they're all going to be competing for that spiked-up IHW championship. So this is going to be an interesting... This will not be your catch-as-catch-can classic However, it'll be a fight, and that's what IHW fans want to see. I don't even know the rules for this. I don't even know <laughs> the office knows the rules for this. But I would assume last man standing, but who knows. There will be a new IHW champion crowned. So we've got that. So you've got the women's match. You've got Benny Pasipico. Also, you've got Reggie Lincoln and Phil Noir. Now, Phil This is- one looks interesting to me because – well, Phil Noor, that just looks uh, very, very uh, interesting. He's our gumshoe detective. <laughs> um, he is our Love gumshoe it. detective. And uh, he is uh, he's an interesting character. Um, I, I, I like I like what he brings to the table. Reggie Lincoln is a long time is a long time standout from Texas. He was trained by Killer Tim Brooks. So um, he's a, he's hilarious. He used to, so you got very two very entertaining individuals here, and that's what's so cool about IHW is um, you know IHW is all about stuff like this. You bring something different to the table, and that's what I like. So those are your announced matches for the IHW show. And again, there'll be some surprises and maybe some unannounced matches as we get closer to Thursday or on Thursday. However, that's hey, where it stands right now, and that's a good show. If you know college students. This is the show they're going to love. Right. I, agree. I mean, I mean, this is kind of made for that 17 through about 27, you know, right. audience that hasn't married, settled down. They're, they're going to go to Crockett Row after, you know, the show and hang out there at the clubs and all that stuff, which Crockett Row is only eight minutes away from the, uh, the theater. Yes, so, I agree. DK, so, I mean, maybe. So anyway, <laughs> so yeah, if you know college kids here in the, you know, either they're coming in from uh, out of U- out UTA, of state or out of TCU, town, UNT, yeah, exactly. So any of those ones in the area, hey, this is it for them. This is what they're going to want to come to. You know, the girls are going to want to come look at the guys in the thing the guys are going to come look at the girls that are waiting so <laughs> right no i agree 
And it's, it's part of a double header. It's part of a double header as well. So you get so, both shows, whether you're more interested in IHW or not, depending on the demographic. You get both shows. Once you buy your ticket, you're locked in for both shows. So I guess um I guess I'm a little confused, David, and clear this up for me. Yes. So it's not all just hardcore wrestling. It's it's a blended style of wrestling. It's yes. just a more modern take on pro wrestling. Yes. It's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. It'll be, um, it, it, it's just, uh, you know, we're doing IHW because it has a history. It has a title. Uh, but no, you know, we had the opportunity to, uh, you know, um, I don't know. I, I don't even really know what it is. I know it's it's just going to be, um, it's not going to be just hardcore and death matches. I know that for a fact. Uh, because that's just not what we want to do in 2022. I probably can compared to like the middle days of ECW before they, you know, when they kind of first broke away from the NWA, eh, yeah. the, rules, the rules are a little bit relaxed, but yeah. you're going to be seeing in-ring action. I mean, you're, yes. going to, you're, you're not going to be seeing guys jumping through 28 light tubes and right. themselves Absolutely. from, from belly the, tubes. The health right. of the performers is still the number one priority so well, I, and when you mentioned guys like uh you know simon bill and uh, uh what was the other guy's name that i don't remember sam miller and simon bill that's what i meant i think i combined them together sam bill and simon sam, miller. sam bill and simon miller now you got me doing it yeah i think <laughs> i think that's the one that uh you know people are gonna be talking about especially uh yeah i mean in this chat like remember this podcast is typically an nwa podcast but mm -hmm. our fans watch wrestling of all all kinds and i've had you've had three people already put over simon miller and sam beal so i mean that that just goes to show you that you're you're doing a good job of having a good outreach because there's already people uh the fans are already excited to see who might not even be familiar with your brand yet so Thank you. Uh, kudos to you on that one. We saw uh, an opportunity. We saw an opportunity with Simon and Sam. We could have put it on IHWE, which more people know because if it's associated with Jim Cornette and its association with the NWA, more people know IHWE. However, we're trying to get IHW out there. So we saw an opportunity to take these two very known talents and say, okay, we could throw them on IHWE, which is great. Let's put them on IHW and let's get that brand the rub. And so that's what we're doing. I, I love that idea. I love the concept that you are um, trying to put, you know, marquee events on both shows. It's not like one of them is a uh, is like a feeder show. It, it, you're really treating it like two separate entities. And I, I think that's brilliant. Let's let's go to the next uh, the the at 7 p.m. start. I mean, and that's a lot of wrestling in two hours. So I think, you know, folks are going to get their money's worth. They're, you're packing it a lot in for in that two-hour time. Uh, well, there's actually going to be a meet and greet in between the two shows. There will be, yes. So the plan is, and we'll get to that. The plan is, IHW is going to be a little more faster paced. Um, so we're going to do away with the intermission during IHW. And it's just match after match after match. Nice. After IHW is over there'll be a meet and greet. So that's the opportunity for the fans to get up, take a breather, go get a drink, go get some food, meet the wrestlers, autographs, and then get settled back in for 7 p.m. for the more traditional IHWE show. And you'll have an intermission in between that show. So, uh, but yes, we are mindful of the fact that this is a lot of wrestling. We don't want our audience get to get tired. That's why we're doing some of the, we're doing a lot of taping before we let the fans in. Uh, we're going to be taping some stuff because we've seen 
that the more matches, the crowd, the audience gets tired. And much like the WWE is doing WrestleMania on two nights, the audience gets tired. And by the time you roll your main festivities out there, the audience, it doesn't necessarily mean they don't care about it. They're just too tired to react to it. So that's something that we're saying. And that's why, you know, you, you don't see a, you don't see a whole lot of announced matches. There's not a ton of them. There's not like 10 or 15 or 20 matches uh, for each show or for, you know, we're mindful of the fact that the audience is going to get tired. There's going to be a lot of content to consume that week. So let's give them their proper diet of uh, professional wrestling or sports entertainment, whatever you want to call it. Uh, let's give them the proper wrestling. diet. Yep. There you go. Uh, let's give them their proper diet of it. Mix them with a meet and greet and, you know, throw some surprises in there as well. So yes, but there will be a meet and greet and kind of a break in the action from IHW to IHWE. So then we kick off the, the second hour. I mean, you've got a lot of good matches there. I mean, Lainey Luck has been in the news lately. She was part of the angle with uh, Busted Open and Thunder Rosa and Dave LaGreca. So there's a lot of people who are very familiar with Lainey Luck. I mean, you've got Tim Storm on the card. Let's let's break this show down. And where do we start with? Uh, well, uh, hey, let's start wrestling. with the let's start with the Battle of Fort Worth, the 10 man tag. It's the uh, Luigi Salas Memorial. You've got, and you're going to have some IHW wrestlers in this, and it's going to be interesting to see how they coexist considering they're in that Texas Slugfest. you got two of them, Aaron Mercer and the Mad Prince, who are going to be battling for the IHW championship earlier in the evening. So it'll be interesting to see if they can coexist. You add in Chris Carter, which is a human highlight reel of uh, Texas. That guy it just takes risks that a lot of people wouldn't, and he's constantly being featured on TikTok. You're always seeing videos of him. He is going to be the real next big, real next big star to have a whole lot of pub and attention behind him. I know it. You've got the reality of wrestling heavyweight champion Mysterious Q. And you've got the former NWA North American National and World Heavyweight Champion, my dear friend Tim Storm. And that is one tag team against T Ray. Trained by Killer Tim Brooks, Joe Angelo Garcia, Max Heights, former MPX champion Tommy Becker, and again, the big man, Sam Stackhouse. Uh, so again, it's going to be interesting because some of these wrestlers are going to be in that IHW championship match earlier in the night. So it'll be interesting to see. And we'll need to have replacements standing by in case one of these athletes does get injured during that match, as that can happen. Uh, this match is very special. It's the Battle of Fort Worth. It's a new concept we're trying to start. It'll be an annual uh, match that we feature. It'll either be um, it'll be some sort of team affair every year. This year, we're going with the 10-man tag. And this is an all-star game. I mean, if you were to line up an all-star game in Texas of 10 of the best, then uh, these wrestlers would be in it. And so this is your opportunity mm-hmm. to see 10 of the absolute best in one match, it's a memorial for Luigi Salas, one of our fans that passed away a couple of years back. And it's the start of a new concept, the Battle of Fort Worth. I'm really excited about this match. I think the possibilities are endless. And I think this is going to be one of the matches, if not the match, everyone is talking about when they're leaving that night. Well, and, and I'm going to be honest, I'm not super familiar with a lot of the guys that are on the card, but... Uh, Mysterious Q is a guy who has really been out there making his name well-known, recently challenging the NWA World Champion for the uh, Impact Digital Media Championship in um, 
uh, Matt Cardona. Uh, Mystery, Mysterious Q has really gotten his name out there. And, of course, uh, our fans love Tim Storm as, as the fact that he was the uh, – you know, he was the trustee of the NWA for such a long time, carrying that 10 pounds of gold and, and really helped uh, establish the brand when uh, Billy Corgan purchased it. So, I mean, you got two really, in my opinion, big names in, in the Texas wrestling scene that, you know, even fans outside of Texas are aware of. So, uh, again, really think this matchup is going to look uh, good for you guys. And especially, you know, it's going to introduce a lot of these, uh, you know, very talented individuals who might not be known uh, throughout the nation. You're going to put them on the spotlight. I think that's great. Absolutely. We've got the queen of the ring, the uh, equivalent to the women's championship in IHWE. You've got Lainey Luck, as you mentioned, very much out there right now against Amaris Blair, who is, I believe, still in her first year or two years in professional wrestling. The queen of the ring has been held by Miss Dyslexia, uh, Jessica James. It's been held by uh, Ivory Reed. It's been challenged for by some of the best uh, leva bates it's been cha- it's been challenged by delilah doom it's been challenged by athena who wrestled in wwe's ember moon uh, angelus lane it has been challenged for by a lot of very very skilled athletes over the years so the queen of the ring is going to be on the line it'll be the first champion that we've had since 2017 this match could go either way i'm really excited about it uh, we've got, let's see, we've got, we're going to crown a new IHWE champion. Uh, I still don't know what IHWE is going to be doing as far as that goes. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, that could go either way. Uh, don't re- got to get with the office about that. Devin knows something about this. We're going to crown a new excellence champion, which I know is a little an, about that. Yeah. He's an initiative that he started and I'm proud that he did it. He actually got the belt made. So we're really happy about that. This will be uh, something very interesting. We'll have a new champion, the inaugural champion that night. Once again, uh, the office is being mum on that. And we've got the IHW, Insane Hardcore Wrestling, Texas Brass Knuckles Championship on the line when the unknown against Haas Holding. Now, what's interesting here is you've got an IHW title match on an IHWE show. Now, why is that? Well, the two men who are wrestling are the walking examples of old-school hustle. Uh, Don Haas Holding, as he says, is the 60-year-old outlaw, and he was born and raised here in Fort Worth, Texas. He went to high school here in Fort Worth. This is a big homecoming for him. The Unknown is somebody who made his way in Lions Pride Sports a while back, and he's been crashing parties and crashing shows over Texas for the past couple of years. Not a whole lot is known about him, hence the name, The Unknown. <laughs> we've also got um, we've got the, the 600-pound mountain is going to be there. Don't know what he's going to do. I imagine he's going to do whatever he damn well pleases uh, because he is 600 pounds, and who's going to tell him not to? We've got the 610... Less talking, more smashing Fitz, who just looks like a guy you don't really want to run into. So um, he is a giant in every way imaginable. Uh, That is not a euphemism. That is not an exaggeration. This man is walking, talking box office. You've got the return of Aaron Eagle who is a longtime competitor in the state of Texas, former PCW champion. 
And boy, Devin has never looked so good. So you've got Aaron Eagle making his return to IHWE. You know, what's interesting about Aaron Eagle is the last time he was in IHWE, he was the PCW heavyweight champion against the, I see you, against the NWA Touches heavyweight champion. That's a time spoiler 2000. So it'll be a homecoming for Aaron Eagle. And you've also got somebody making his world premiere, Damon McCullough. North Dallas Damo, as he's called. He is a sponsored athlete from North Dallas Strength out in Dallas, Texas. He will have an interview with Mark Lawrence in the ring this Thursday night. So you talk about um, you talk about quite the uh, quite the debut. Uh, he's got an interview with Mark Lawrence, so that should be very interesting. And again, the beautiful thing about WrestleMania week, you never know who's going to show up at the Parade of Champions. You know, a list of people who showed up that weren't booked, that weren't advertised. Bobby Fulton, Sam Houston, let me see, Ricky Morton, and from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Jado. And I didn't even know Jado was there until he was already gone. (laughs) I've got one of the guys who helps book New Japan Pro Wrestling at my show in my locker room. He got a picture with Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin was also on that show. Unadvertised unbooked he just showed up and we were able to get shelton involved in the show to the biggest pop of the night i had actually stepped outside i was ring announcing the nwa world heavyweight title match and i had stepped out for one minute to do a video thanking everybody for coming and the minute i go outside is the moment shelton benjamin walks out and the building was asked Devin. he was there they went nuts they went absolutely bonkers, and that is something that I live for. I live for that pop, and Let I go explain in. a little something here. Go ahead. As a fan that was there at the time, as you know, Charlie Haas was the quintessential old-school heel. I mean, people hated him. Not hated him. Oh, he's cool. Hate him. Hated him. Little kids scream things at him. And the number one thing that people screamed at at a at a house Charlie. was yeah, Charlie, was that Shelton's better. <laughs> so they would scream that at him throughout matches and things and he always got into it with one of the guys at ringside where the he Rick, would, the WWE sign guy, the red yeah, hat guy. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would you know, knock his boot all all over, pour his drink on him, whatever. And so it was a, you know, it was a great, it was a great moment because Charlie decided he was going to leave and start exiting out one of the side doors that actually leaves. And uh, uh, Shelton Benjamin kind of happened to have been there and pushed him back in the ring, pushed him back ringside That's to great. which, uh, you know, some guy wrecked in, all over yeah. half and then uh, Sheldon threw him back in the ring to be beat up by Jack Stain. So, I mean, that was, that was a night that paid off literally months of people hating Charlie Haas <laughs> and yelling Shelton's better. And then we got to see it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just, it, it just happened because Shelton, I knew Shelton was coming a friend, uh, the late great Fred Urban promoter out of Midland. He called me a couple days ahead of time and said, Hey, can I bring Shelton to the show? What am I going to say? No, of course, bring <laughs> Shelton to the show, bring him to hang out. You know, there were a lot of wrestlers there that were just there to hang out or sell gimmicks. Sanjay Dutt was there. Uh, uh, 
Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers was there. So there was a lot of people there that just wanted a table. And, you know, we, we allowed it to happen. We, we wanted that. We want to help the talent. So they didn't have to do anything on the show would have been great, but I mean, it is what it is. Shelton was there. And then, you know, throughout the night it was, you know, I don't want to get into it too much, but yeah, during the night it was figured out that, Hey, this would be a great opportunity. Shelton's better. I tell you what, I'll, I'll upload the clip if you guys want to share it on your, but it was just a moment. The crowd just went absolutely nuts. It was just one of those moments where we were able to give the audience a WrestleMania surprise. And then Shelton went back to WWE not too long after that. So it was really, really cool. I was happy that it happened a little as a traditionalist, much like you guys in the NWE world title matches, we don't really like to see that kind of stuff. But for that moment, it was fine. It was accepted yeah. because of the stuff Devin is talking about. Well, I, I, I would not have had a problem if that happened anywhere near the NWA world's title, because frankly, I mean, you've got, you're talking about world-class wrestlers, Charlie Haas, Jack Stane, Shelton Benjamin. I mean, all and top Jim Cornette was at ringside as well in Jack Stane's corner. So yeah, perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I, I would definitely love to see that. Now, you know, you mentioned the show is going to be available later, uh, available via, uh, was it YouTube? Is that yes. how you can? Yes. Okay. So anyone that's watching this right now, it's not going to be available immediately. You're not ordering a pay-per-view, but you will get it 100% free on YouTube. And we will put those links right here on, on this channel. We'll also share them on the website, alliance-wrestling.com, and, of course, on all the socials at the Alliance blog. We know DKM will be there. He'll be part of the uh, of the festivities, and, and I'm sure he'll be sharing clips and stuff that we'll put up on our site as well. Uh, I, I mean, this looks like a great night of wrestling. Now, you know, I, I know that towards the end of 2021, you guys started doing some of the smaller shows again, getting back into it, but this is really like the big comeback show. It feels like, to me, for you guys because you're really you're you're putting on that big event that big event feel is that how it feels to you as well dave or absolutely this- what we were doing a fan blaze was it was trying to build to something and then it kind of blew up in our face before it and that's what happens but we were doing like exhibitions getting ready to do monthly events at that building and then you know for for you know reasons i care not to discuss about because it's irrelevant at this point it just didn't happen but we saw an opportunity to say you know what let's kick the door in during the biggest week of the year and let's do it at the Ridgely theater because I looked at the date and I was like, well, this is, this is fate. The same day, <laughs> the same venue. How often does this happen? Let's right. do it. It's the same circumstance too. So let's do it. You know, let's do it at the Ridgely theater. Hey, you know how many people question my sanity? You're going to what? You're going to launch two brands. You're going to do it during WrestleMania week. What? Yes. I am. And that's what we're doing because you know what? With great risk is great reward. And I, we could do a show any other time. It won't get near the amount of attention that this coming week will. It is extremely important that we do this. It's extremely important that we have a positive event that people are talking about because this, what I've told my team and Devin can attest to this because he's been in the messages with me, this show right here, and everything associated, the data, the media, the testimonials will be what we use to go get future events, to go get future sponsorships, to go get future relationships. That's This is what we are going to use. This event is extremely important. It's not just about the number of butts and seats. You're welcome, Tony Schiavone. It's not just about that. It's about the overall atmosphere and the feedback. 
I want people walking out of that place, getting on their phones going, oh my goodness, what a fantastic show. Because we're going to take that information. And by the way, Lee Nalen, talk about what talk about tonight. Oh, this is fantastic. Thank you, Katie Lynn. What did you enjoy about tonight? Thank you, Ty and Eli. Thank you. Okay, let's take this. Let's walk into a business and say, hey, you want to do business with us now? Listen to these local celebrities and talk about how good our show is. Wednesday, we're doing an anti-bullying rally in an elementary school. And That's I've already great. got another elementary school calling me to do a reading program the following week. That's so, great. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I want to do. It's not about just putting a show. Anybody can roll into a city and throw up a ring and put on a show. I don't care to do that. I have lived here my whole life. I want to benefit the community. But to benefit the community, we got to show the community that we are worth supporting. And if we are worth supporting, then we can we can put ourselves up here and say, okay, now that we're here, now we're going to do this for you. We're going to do this for you. We're going to do this for the community. And we're going to do this for this cause. We have to get up here to show that we are actually worth supporting. And then that way, when we do, then we can start doing good for the community and giving back, which at this point in my life, I didn't have to come back. I'm 40. I am very content with everything that I've done. I'm not going to sit here and toot my own horn and say, I've done this, that, and the other. You want to read about what I've done? Pick up Keith Elliott Greenberg's book. It's in there. I don't have to talk about it. It's in the book. So you, you read about it. I, I don't need to do it, but I want to. For I want to work with the talent, and I want to be able to give back to the community. So this is extremely important. Well, I'm excited for you guys. I really think you're going to have something special this uh, WrestleMania weekend. I know there are other promotions running all weekend long, but make sure you're supporting supporting locally grown talent, supporting locally grown businesses. Make sure you're support, supporting the Dallas-Fort Worth area, especially if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But if you're visiting, hey, they got room for you too. Uh, you know, tickets available at the box office. Can they get them beforehand? Yeah, we're doing pre-sales. I, I just sold a ringside ticket last night. Guy's coming from Germany. Wow. And he's making this his first stop. He's making this show his first stop. Think about that. Think about all the shows. Think about New Japan and AAA and all the shows going on Thursday. He's making this his first stop. To me, that just baffles me. You want to know why? Because he was at the Parade of Champions. Oh, wow. Hey, and what? he remembers. You know, last time, when six years ago, when I was just a guy in the audience, uh, IHWE kicked off the WrestleMania weekend, and there was nobody else running Thursday. Correct. And there were only a couple of people running Friday. Uh, yep. There's like five additional shows that are right. running. Now, right. almost all of them are in Dallas or a Dallas suburb. So, especially the Fort Worth, the Arlington, uh, the mid-cities of North Richland Hills and Hearst and Euless and Bedford and Benbrook down in the Alito, Weatherford, yeah. Weatherford, all that. If you don't want to go all the way to Dallas to see one of the best wrestling shows in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, that's going to be on during WrestleMania weekend, including the big shows, you know, come here. It, it's, it's close to everything. I've done promos already. Cut it, cut it. 10 minutes from downtown, 20 minutes from the stockyards, eight minutes from Crockett row, eight minutes, uh, from the shops at Clear Fork. Uh, there's plenty of stuff on Camp Bowie itself. You'll find food. You'll find shopping. You can do, you know, you can come make a day of it 
and just come to the wrestling event, whatever you want to do, there, there's a nightlife here. There's Fort Worth is a modern city. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's where the West began, but it's a modern city. There's a lot of things to do here. Come spend the day, come spend the night, you know, wake up in your hotel hungover the next day and, <laughs> and, and, and drag your ass to some other show. But, well, you know, you know make, make, make your first show. Right. <laughs> make, make your first show before you, you have a little bit too much. Make your first show uh, IHW, IHWE. Right. And you know who's doing something in Fort Worth Thursday night later at Billy Bob's, Steve Austin. He's got his his beer his his beer brand is doing some sort of party at Billy Bob's late Thursday night. So, alluding to your point, come to our show. Our show will be over with by ten o'clock, and then roll yourself to Billy Bob's, which is ten or fifteen minutes up the road. And there you go. You're hanging out with Stone Cold Steve Austin at Billy Bob's. But Stone Cold Steve Austin is doing that here in Fort Worth on Thursday night. So there you go. An opportunity to hang out with Stone Cold Steve Austin on Thursday night at Billy Bob's. Another Fort Worth institution. But yes, there's Fanboys Marketplace and they've got all kinds of stuff you can look at and buy. Fort Worth Camera is a wonderful place to stop at. They're supporting us. There's a lot of local businesses that are working with us and supporting us. So uh, I know Mulan Murray, our social media ambassador, the great librarian and educator that she is from the university of texas arlington she's the curator of the history of texas professional wrestling at the uta libraries she's actually responsible for the archives of professional wrestling in the uta libraries i know she's handed out over a hundred plus a hundred plus flyers at the uta campus now one more thing i want to point out it was just announced this week that my dear friend, Mark Bauer, who ran for Congress in the 2020 election as an independent, he is going to be there on Thursday. He's just coming to hang out, but he is actually going to be handing out. I don't know how it's going to be handed out or distributed yet. $2,000 worth of free gasoline gift cards. So if you come to the show, you have an opportunity to win a gift card to fill up your gas tank. He wants to help out. His exact words to me were, David, let's give away some money. With soaring gas prices, let's give away some money. And we went back and forth over a couple of days, and I said, hey, how do you want to do it? He got back to me and said, hey, let's just give away some gasoline gift cards. And I said, that's fantastic. So if you come to Old School Hustle, you have an opportunity to win a gift card to put some gas in your car. So not only are you getting a great show, not only – and again, what I talked about, I was at Fort Worth Camera this week doing promos – The thing about independent wrestling is you can reach out and touch the wrestlers. You can walk up to them and shake their hands. You can walk up to them and get a picture. WWE, you might be able to do that at Access. You're paying a lot of money. And, hey, they get to do that. You're standing in a long line. At IHWE, you're going to be up and personal. If you don't want to wait in that line, I guarantee you, you can walk around the corner and find somebody else and just go talk to them for a few minutes. Because everybody starts here on the independents. The first time... My first wrestling show that I remember was at Will Rogers Coliseum in 1989 when Eric Embry and Percy Pringle wrestled Gorgeous Gary Young and Cactus Jack. Akbar was with Devastation Incorporated. Frank Dusick was the referee. It was a scaffold match, the one Mick Foley talks about so much. And the first time I met Mark Lawrence, I walked right up to him and he was shoving a hot dog in his mouth. <laughs> but he took the time to shake my hand and give me an autograph. And now all these years later, what's happening? Mark Lawrence is working for me. 
So, I mean, you know, on those independent shows, and that's what World Class was at the time, 1989, they were an independent. That's that's the cool thing about coming up to our shows is you're right there. You don't have to pay hundreds of dollars to get close to the ring. You're integrated. You're a part of it. it you're a part of the atmosphere. The fans make or break the show. I mean, it sounds really interesting. It sounds like it's going to be a fun night. Tim Storm's going to be there. That's enough reason for NWA fans to be there in and of itself. Um, and he is a nice guy. Go say hi to him. Oh, he's wonderful. He's cool dude. As long as you're um, not wrestling him. <laughs> well, yeah, but none of us are. Once none that bell rings, man. <laughs> did you ever, <laughs> David, when you wrestled, did you ever step in the ring with Tim Storm? He was my tag team partner in 2008. On the anniversary of the John F. Kennedy assassination in Dallas, Texas, Tim Storm actually teamed up with me for the IHWE Tag Team Championship, and he actually did me a solid, and uh, he was fighting one of the guys to the back in the locker room, and I was in the ring, and I I got beat, because God knows if Tim would have been in the match, we'd probably still be the Tag Team Champions. (laughs) Uh, So, no, he was my tag team partner, so no, I've never... Um, I've never actually been on the opposite side of him, and I'm glad I'm retired. <laughs> and I'm sure your body's happy with that, too. Absolutely. Speaking of that and Tim Storm, you know, Tim's getting up there, people. He's admitted that there's not many more times he's going to be lacing the boots and, you know, getting in the ring. So he's got this appearance and one other here in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex over WrestleMania weekend. If you want to see him in the ring, take this opportunity. I agree. Well, I, I think that's going to do it for us uh, on this edition. And, and you know, David, we do want you to come back here, especially when the show uh, is starting to be released on YouTube in May. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll promote the heck out of it over here at the Alliance Guys podcast because, you know, good wrestling content is so hard to come by. And we're you. super we're super critical of the NWA, uh, but we love it. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, to uh, dining on your uh on your programs, both, both shows. So uh, again, we'll, we'll be putting that out here, but that's going to do it for us guys. Thanks for tuning into this special episode of the Alliance guys podcast. And until next time, we'll see you at the matches. Thanks for joining the stream. This has been a presentation of Alliance wrestling.com. We genuinely appreciate your support. Would you consider subscribing? So you'll never miss a future episode. I'd also like to remind you, we do a live stream every Tuesday at 5 PM for NWA power. You can find us on social media at The Alliance Blog. And until next time, we are The Alliance.